anybody <laughs> like um <laughs> I, I figured i'd start with it and see if oh see gosh. if uh anybody picked up on that um, yeah that's the joe rogan show huh there we go yeah i was listening yeah. to i was listening to it before and i was like oh I, got, I gotta start ours that way just hello friends jude jude okay. what? i watched the one with max Spencer haji uh, aliyev <laughs> i watched the one with max holloway last night and between trying to understand the Hawaiian slang and then Joe Rogan, like, man, man, I was like, Dude. You know, I'm getting confused here, but he is a trip. I love the show, man. I really do. <laughs> He's got a lot of exciting things on there. Like, I might not agree with a lot of stuff, but um, it's fun to listen to. And I saw Spencer versus on... the world. <laughs> Dude, I. Listen, I think Spencer versus Haji would be just fire. Lord. Oh, my um, God. I saw, what I was saying is I saw on Facebook, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but you should. The uh, There's, you know how people make videos and they, like, make fun of, you know, this TV show or this or whatever. There's a guy that made a video, and it was about the Joe Rogan podcast, and it was, like, just all the things that you didn't realize that he literally talks about every episode. And it was, like him bringing up elk meat as many times as he could and like just all these things that he does and it was hilarious watching it i was like wow yeah he actually does do that like every episode um a lot about social media yeah but anyways we are on the uh the 38th episode of hma fantasy um we are not the joe rogan podcast we are hma fantasy so we'll get started talking about some wrestling but we got a lot of cool stuff going on in the wrestling world. The The biggest news that just came out the other day was uh, Nikki Seriano. So Nikki re-enrolled. He's re-enrolled at Rutgers. And uh, what do you guys think about that? What's What's happening there? I think Jack brought it up before. So I'll jump. Steve, Jack, what are you thinking about it? Like, why? Like, why did he have to re-enroll? Why not just, like, it makes no sense to me. Gosh, dude. I don't know. Um, I think you just feel a certain type of way about said wrestler. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan, but, you know, it, nah, whatever. I, we'll see what happens. I don't know if he's going to go 25, 33. I think that he's pretty light. I mean, um, is he, I mean, he going to take another Olympic year this year? That's a great question. See, that's what I, I don't think so. Because why would he re-enroll? Like, he could have just said. I, I mean, it, it, maybe he has a lot of school to finish up, and he, you can take you can Olympic year and still be enrolled be in, in school. school. Yeah, but I just don't see him being in school for two more years, you know, if he's not – if he wasn't in school. Like, I think he's going to go – but, like, it's such a risk almost. You yeah, know? I saw somebody wrote that he was – he just enrolled to make up for summer courses or courses he missed or something. But That's what I heard. Well, I mean, I don't know how, how true everything is, but yeah, at some point I said, heard that he had quite a bit of school to finish up. So that's why some people were saying maybe he's just done and going to go into fighting or something. So maybe he's trying to make up some of those credits or get back on it with, you know, another Olympic year. He can take a whole bunch of courses. Did you guys know if re-enrolling would hurt his scholarship money? Or, or anything uh, like that? Well, it depends. So you, your coach doesn't have to, so your five-year tender that you sign right at the beginning, when you sign on to a school, the Olympic year doesn't count as that. But if your team has money available, 
they can give it to you for that Olympic year still. But if they don't, right, they don't have to. Well, do you think Rutgers has the money available? They got a lot of good guys that have been coming in lately, so I don't know. Do you think it's – do you think he and – would he and Seabass be same weight or would they – No, 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 no. no. Rivera's probably a 41-pounder now. Yeah, that's what he said. He said on Flow Wrestling, he just said, yeah, I'm going, I'm going. Well, that can't – that's not going to affect his decision at all. Yeah. No. So it'll be – well, it'll be yeah, crazy. I mean, their best lineup would probably be Suriano twenty-five, Alvarez thirty-three, and then uh, Rivera forty-one. But Aguilar's not like a terrible wrestler either. He's going to be yeah. middle of the pack, twenty-five, and I don't know if Alvarez can crack the top eight. Um, I think, but he dude, was, he, he looked was, like he was struggling to make one forty. Yeah, he's huge. But Texas. yeah, I heard he got really big in the off season, but more of a more of a chunky big than uh, yeah. Then uh, you know, put on some muscles. So I think, you know, it's once you're once you're working out full time, I think he'll be all right at 33. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was eight or nine seed at nationals. So really, he's right there. He's he's right there on the fringe of all American. That surprises me because wasn't he in the seven seed at Big Tens? I think six or seven. Yep. Wow. Then, yeah. So Big he went eight or nine, and then uh, who's Nebraska? Uh, what's his name? 33-pounder from Nebraska. Ridge Lovett? Yeah, Ridge. And then Ridge was the other freshman that was, I think he was like 9 or 10 seed at national. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Big 10s, yeah. Big 10s was deep at, deep at 133. That's what I was going to say. You guys had like eight out of the top 10 guys yeah. in the Big 10. So, like week after week, you're just wrestling top 10 opponents. Yeah. Like, oh, I think I've had a couple guys on that are like 125, 123, that track. And I always ask them, I go, shit, man, how do you guys wake up in the morning? Like, you guys are just every single bracket, yeah. every time you walk in is just loaded, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what makes it fun, though. Yeah, I, I had Brock Hudkins on, and I, I felt terrible. I, I watched his match, and he was having a great year, and then – but I asked him about being in that weight class, and he's like, God damn, you got to get up every – there's no sleeping in that weight class, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see him come back. Uh, he was really doing good. I mean, he looked really good, and then, you know, just crap happens. Tweaked the knee the wrong way, and it's gone. So. Well, he had the match. He yeah, got, he, he was like going to win. Nelson him, right? Full yeah. Nelson him, locked his hands or something, mm-hmm. and lost – or took it to overtime, and then – you know, stuff happens, I guess. That was that was at uh Midland Semis against Pat Glory. Midland Semis. Okay. Yeah. So he who did Pat Glory he wrestled Schroeder in the finals, right? No, he wrestled Diagostino. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I just know because he's a Florida guy. See? Yeah. I'm not smart, <laughs> but I know the Florida guys. <laughs> I'm getting Vegas and, and Midlands messed up. Uh, Dude, that kid did nothing the entire match. Nothing. Oof. D'Agostino. I wrestled oh, him. Finals. No, I wrestled him in the semis at Vegas, and he like ran away and just tried to scramble and not not score a point. He tried to not score a point the whole match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think I watched that one. <laughs> yeah, they they said this year he's um, he's put on some weight, got a little stronger. Hopefully, comes back really good. He's a real good kid from down here, and um, we're happy to see a Florida kid. Yeah, for sure. Rank, you know, but uh, yeah, he's definitely. Um, Maybe one day at your guy's level, but not yet, right? He's defensive. He's very good on his defense. Um, 
So I was wondering, and I guess Jack, you've wrestled him, and and Dan, you've talked to him. Is he gonna try to make twenty five again, or is he more of a thirty three for this year? Because I know they got a really good freshman, uh, Chris Cannon. That had, I mean, he he had a really good freshman, uh, a redshirt season. So I think that's a good. I I had um, who did I have on? I had somebody on. I can't remember who it was, but. I asked them about this next season with Dayog, and they think that he's going to move up um, now that Seabass moved out. So I think he's going to put on some weight and move up is is what what they told me. It's a tough yeah. way to be in, especially hey, in the Big hey, Ten. Some, some kind of good news just popped up. The Big Ten is going to have some football games this year. Mm, yeah. yeah, they're doing all their conference stuff starting in September. So. Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw that UConn was the first school to suspend football for the season. Yeah, and then the, I think the Ivy said no football for the season. Yep. Yeah, just, so they said they just they just announced they're doing all all in conference yeah. games. Yeah, it said UConn was the first FBS school. Yeah. So like they're the real D one, I guess, for football. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they clarify yeah. that. <laughs> so that was that's kind of a, a good segue for me to like jump onto when you're talking about the Ivies, um, because, you know, obviously we talked about Suriana coming out. The other thing, you know, not wrestling news or anything, but I started coming out with uh, preseason fantasy rankings. Um, mm-hmm. And the Ivies was – it's killing me, man, killing me ranking these guys because I'm ranking weight classes and, like, I can't put Vito in. I can't put Yanni in. Like, I can't put these guys in for fantasy because, like, why would you want to draft a dude that's not there for half the year, you know? Like, I mean, obviously down the road, if there's some way you can get them when they're back, they're awesome, right? But, like, you got to think, it, I, am I really going to waste, like, a top, you know, first, second, third round pick on Yanni when I'm not going to see him till January? I mean. Yeah. And, I mean, my personal opinion on this year, I think that every single guy that has an opportunity to redshirt, Olympic redshirt, whatever, is going to take it. I think we're going to see a lot of guys sitting this year out just because there's so much unknown on this year. And even if we do start wrestling, who knows if it's going to get cut short again. And so I think we see a lot of guys. I think a lot of guys are going to show up at senior nationals in October trying to get that re- get that Olympic year. And I think we're going to see everybody kind of throwing in the towel for the year. I have wow. such mixed opinions on that too because, like, that first thought when you hear that, I'm like, man, like, are we really not going to see – you know, Yanni again, or Dayton Fix, or, you know, is, you know, whoever, is Gable going to take a red shirt? Are we going to miss out on seeing all these guys? But then my also more, like, a bigger thought in the back of my mind is, well, if they're not there, then maybe we see some new stars, right? We see some new guys step up and some new names start to kind of emerge. And um, I think it's it, as bad as it would suck to miss out on watching some of your favorite dudes wrestle, um, I think it's kind of exciting to see some some new names step up. Can you be a star if there aren't any stars in the weight class in the yeah. first place? The, hey, I was thinking about this. So think they at fish one, a small pond. Think at one thirty three. If all those guys decide Olympic or regular red shirt, right? Suriano, Dayton Fix, Stephen Mitchick, Stevon uh, Mitchick, Oh my gosh, he's going to be in college DeSanto for a decade. Mitchick is going to be in college for a decade. <laughs> the Santo oh bro, they right there. All five of those dudes could be out for the year. 
I think Stevon's having his 27th birthday next week or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Third Olympic year. Oh, my gosh. Him and Cade Brock are like grandpas. They're going to be coming yeah. to practice with canes. <laughs> you think um, you guys are wrestlers, so do you think that um, they're making the right decision if wrestling's going to not happen or not happen at the highest level to save their year? I, I, I Personally, I think so. I mean, why, why go out there and – you know, first of all, if it happens, it's going to be extremely short, right? It's going to be six to eight duels, most likely, and maybe a tournament or two. And then, I don't know, it's just not, and I don't know, I don't know. I think there's so much up in the air about what could happen, you know. I think the one thing that might help out more guys might wrestle is if the NCA comes out and says, hey, if the season gets shut, cut short, we'll give guys their years back. Which they won't do because that's going to cost them too much money. They, they, they've already done it for every sport that they've announced seasons for. Well, they only expected – they only expected – wait, like fall sports? Yeah, well, any okay, sport that's happening right now, like I think swimming, track, they, they have it. Like if you don't get to do X amount of dates, then you get your season back. See? So if they do that for wrestling, I think maybe you'll see, see some of these guys because it's kind of that kind of that just – you got a backup plan, you know, you get your year back regardless. So I'll tell you what, uh, sorry, you go ahead. I was just going to ask, do you like in a lot of sports when you don't have the proper practice schedule, they fear of injuries when they hit their season. Do you, do you see that in wrestling too? For sure. Lack of the proper, you know, you guys typically have a certain off season leading into your, your wrestling. Do you think we end up seeing some injuries we wouldn't have seen or, yeah, I think wrestling's not like riding a bike. I, I mean, to a certain degree, for sure. But like, you're not you're not gonna be in the same shape that you were in March. And like, uh, like for me, I took a nice little two month hiatus off the uh, off the mat. When I got back on, it was like my rotators were like felt like they were torn. My, <laughs> my lats wanted to fall off. My try everything that was pull, like that. Like I didn't have this motion for two months. And then whenever I like got back on the mat. Like I drill twice and I'm like, all right, let's go. And just start like <laughs> clubbing and shooting as much as I can, you know, like going live. And the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So. I, I've had guys, I'm sorry. I've had guys at your level tell me that what, whatever you're doing in the off season, but it's really the timing that you guys are going to miss right now yep. because you're at a level where you know what you're doing. I mean, you know how to wrestle. You're just working on things that are kind of, little adjustments right but the timing is what you'll miss because you're working at home with nobody right that's well, just because it's kind of a feel thing you know like and you're in there doing it every day you feel it and you know what it is versus like they're not going to forget how to shoot a double leg because like that's mm -hmm. just it, it's something you've learned that, that you know how to do and like even outside of like if i haven't wrestled obviously in forever and like i know how to shoot a double leg right but if i get back on the mat right now I'm going to be all off timing wise, right? Because, you know, I'm not even, I'm not close to the same level these guys are. I just coach wrestling, but you know, when I get on, get back on the mat every year with my, my guys at the beginning, like, yeah, I absolutely off. It's crazy. So I don't think it's just these, these high level Jack Mueller, Seth gross guys. Um, no, I think they're all, yeah, but, but no. a kid in high school needs to drill and compete to get better. And, you guys are at a level where, okay, you're making little adjustments. You're yeah. doing little things. 
is it the timing the biggest thing that you guys would yeah when i stepped back on the mat i felt like bambi out there i couldn't freaking <laughs> walk right <laughs> in my stance so um it definitely took a little bit you know to get back in that that point but still like even stepping on the mat in competition i was probably at, uh 60 70 percent for me in terms of my 100 being march and ncaa's where i have five months or seven months whatever of like as hard as i can go as much as i can and uh it's just a different feel and i believe i speak for everyone damn you almost had that one <laughs> no <laughs> he kicked my tail man you know if I had more than three weeks training. You would have seen a different Jack Mueller. Garland was like, I, he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. I had him. He was going to beat Spencer Lee. Oh, yeah. you're talking about the finals match. I thought you were talking about RBY. I was like, no, I got my no. ass kicked. No, the finals <laughs> Man, our guy had him, had his number. Man, yeah. I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and still feel myself having that cradle, you know. Uh, I had a cross-face cradle, and it's just like, for some reason, just didn't try as hard as I could in there. And, uh, mm. you know, riding out for two minutes, like I got to get a turn in there. And then I was like one arm away from getting that scramble in the first, you know, just like little things that I'm like, wow, I could have done this differently. I'd be a national champ right now. And so like, although these are kind of regrets, but like every time I, I get in the, on the mat and I train, I have this bitter taste in my mouth that I still need to go out and prove myself. And so I use the regrets for a better feeling, but at the same time, like what an awesome opportunity it was. Like, I'm still grateful that I was there. Grateful that I got to be on the stage. Cause like how many, how many people get to do that? Like that's an right. extreme opportunity. Oh, so I'm going to be grateful for it, but I'm going to use that regret to make better myself. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of people didn't think it was going to be close and you fucking almost took it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was excited for oh, yeah. it, like big. Awesome. So there was all kinds of mixed emotions for me heading into that one. Like just as a fan, because I think as a fan watching, you know, you seen Seabass beat Spencer that year. And so it was like, oh, well, let's see it in the finals again. Let's see what happens. And then Jack came out and just destroyed him. And at first I'm like, oh, crap, I'm not going to see the rematch. And then I'm <laughs> like, but wait, like, this is going to be cool. Like, this is going to be awesome. I had Garland on it. He said Jack was ready. I asked him. He said, he oh, was dude. Ready, ready to make the run. I have this video on my phone. I'm like doing the Conor McGregor strut into the building <laughs> right before the match. Dude, it's bad. I was like, do I really look like this when I'm walking? Like, I was, I was so confident, you know. I don't know if that was the Seabass match or the Spencer match, but I walked in there. I was like, million dollar strut going in. Yeah, it's funny. Sucks though. I mean, sometimes you kind of got to take those those lumps to push even further, though. Um, yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, look at Seth. Seth lost to Corey Clark and then ended up winning dominantly the next year. Seth, is is it true about your favorite move? It's oh one, one of my favorites. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, man, um, I, had, I had NATO on. He 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 talks about the he got hit by two Merkels out of nowhere like his sophomore year. And he said he went up to the stand after the finals. He was like, what the hell just happened? Like, <laughs> he didn't even realize. He was like, man, I wish I could have that match back. Yeah, man. Me, I'm like, what's a Merkel? I had to ask my son, what's a Merkel? He's like, <laughs> you know that move that I tried and I got caught at the beginning of the year? I'm like, oh, you dumbass. <laughs> He's like, that's a Merkel. I'm like, okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but anyway, like we're, I, again, I could talk wrestling all day long. Um, but we do have a lot of matches that we kind of put together and I'd love to get into talking about those. If you guys are ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cause we got, we got a <laughs> bunch of them and we're talkers. And so I know that we better just go ahead and start getting into it. Um, I'm just but, like a big kid. I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to like NCAA champ, NCAA runner up. I'll do. Advantage guys. Like <laughs> I started this, my show for a purpose just to talk wrestling. And now I'm here with you guys, which are legendary in our sport. So holy shit. So thank you. I just, thank you for inviting me. Thanks for being on. Yeah. And I know you threw my kid cause they, he speaks of Jack Mueller and Seth Gross and Nomad Advantage and all the other wrestlers out there that have, he's watched on the big scene. So I get to say, ha ha sucker. I got to talk to him. Nice. <laughs> he's 14. He's too cool for live TV right now. <laughs> I can't, I can't speak for Jude, but I know I feel the exact same way, man. Every time I get on here, it's crazy sitting, you know, cause I've like you, I watched these dudes. Like I didn't know either of them until after both of them were done with college. Right. And so I watched them for years and then it's, it's still weird sitting here waiting on my zoom meeting and Jack and Seth pop up and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm talking to them. <laughs> um, I like how you said, I can't speak for Jude as if I think I'm like, yeah, not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Seth and Jack are like, wow, we get to talk to Jude. <laughs> hey, man. Home out of Jude's got some big things coming down the pipe, man. He got, uh, got fourth in PA State last year. He's got two more years. Fully expect a couple of golds and be watching him oh my in a gosh. couple of years. I've had, some, I've had some super cool PA guys on, PA clubs, pit guys, uh, M2. I had an M2 guy on. Who? And that was called M2 Training Center. That's where I train. Yeah, I had the dude from Grandview the first three Eric times. Eric Thompson. Yeah, he was badass, uh, man. Dude, he's an awesome dude. He's, oh, just he's talking to him, awesome. I was like, God, that guy could eat me for breakfast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's yeah. something else. Oh boy. So let's go ahead and jump into some of these. Um, I know, I I have personally my matches, Jude and and dan's in front of me um originally the thought for this was to you know take that that last flow card that happened right we had five matches on it and try to like put together what are some matches we'd want to see like if we individually all made our own next flow card or next fight tv card then what would we want to see and i think probably all of us got right in matches and just didn't stop and so there's uh there's way more than five <laughs> for each person um but, I mean, we'll just kind of roll through it a little bit. The first one that I had, and I know Jack had it too, um, is, uh, is I had Spencer versus Seth. And I think that that's probably one of my matches that I would want to see. Like, it, I sat down and I was like, you know, obviously I want to see Jaden versus Sedgilaf, right? But it's probably going to happen. And obviously, or it has a good chance of happening, right? At least if he can get through Snyder. I want to see – I would love to see Sajaliah versus David Taylor. But at the same time, for me personally, I would love to see it. But, the, like, the weight – I don't know how big of an issue the weight is, right, because they're not very similar in weight. Um, and then I was like, all right, what's a match that these dudes are legitimately the same size that I really want to see? Um, Spencer Lee, Seth Gross, what I came up with, my number one. So, yeah, uh, Seth, what do you think about it? 
That'd be a fun one, man. I think like, I think the cool thing is, right, this year we both kind of went through similar similar brackets, right? I went through the Bill Farrell, wrestled a lot of same guys. He ended up wrestling at the Open, right? We both wrestled Tomasello in the finals. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we both – I mean, I, I had a close one with Suriano, and he, he didn't really have too many close ones. I think his closest one was in the finals against NATO, like 8-2. to two. But, yeah, I think, I think it'd be it'd – be, it'd be great. I think the key for me going into freestyle is just working on my parterre stuff. I think if I continue to work there and elevate my game on the mat, that I think it's going to be a real good match, but yeah, I think it'd be exciting. I think, yeah, one other one, I mean, even, even, even Spencer Lee versus Gilman was the one I kind of wrote down as another one, just because, right. Just the backstory behind it. I always like those, right. You could get a, good, a lot of good hype videos out of that and uh, kind of amp that match up, but no, I think it'd be a fun match either way. Uh, have you ever wrestled him before? Nope. Yeah, I, I asked haven't even, I haven't even trained with him or anything. So yeah, I, I never wrestled Spencer. Jack Jack would obviously talk to this because he wrestled him in the finals. But Nato said the so he trained with Nato's a few years older than him. But so he trained with him when he was in high school or something a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I didn't know I'd face him <laughs> in the NCAA's a few years later, but. He said the biggest thing about him was his grip. He said he felt like his hands were super glue. Really? Is that um, is that something you felt, Jack? Uh, not really. But like, I mean, when he got on top, yeah. What he said, he said just his grip was like something that just was like a vice grip. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything with Spencer Lee. My son again. Shout out to my kid. Uh, I think the most he did. The one you said, he did say Jaden Sudalev. Sudalev. Totally <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but he wrote the same thing. Freestyle, both going to be at 97 kilos, depending on who makes the world team. I mean, you know, Snyder in parentheses, because that has to happen. But he put that. Another one he put was Garrett versus Seabass, folk style. Nation Garrett versus Seabass, folk style. Mm. I'd be down for it. Interesting. I'd watch Why that. Why folk style, not freestyle? Uh, he not? said that. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he wrote Seabass was a hammer this year, and we obviously know what Nashon's been, and he's getting better. He'd like to see it. Yeah. Um, Man. I th- I'll speak to the Seth and Spencer match real quick. I want to see that match because they're the two guys that haven't lost at 57 kilos yet. So, like, personally, I think that that's a good one to see. Um, We've seen Fix lose. We've seen Gilman lose. We haven't seen Spencer lose, and we haven't seen Seth lose. And so right now, in my mind, they're the top two guys of the weight. So selfishly, like, more film, the better, you know. Seth, Seth's a competitor right now. He's a friend, but he's a competitor, you know, yes, as long as he's at 57. So, are, are, I mean. Are your hands shaking right now? You're like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm two cups of coffee in. I'm two yeah. cups of coffee in, so I'm sweating. I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> And you got a training partner now because he's been on the mat with him. So you and Jack will get down together. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to wait, make my way out to New York and train a little bit though at some point. That would be a blast, man. That'd are we going to go around five each or are we just going to kind of do it? We'll just kind of see. Yeah, let's just go back and forth. And yeah, we just kind of bounce around a little bit. Um, and if we get if we get bogged down, I'll jump in because I got a huge list right in front of me. Um, uh one that wasn't on my list, but I was just thinking of right now. And like, I was thinking of these matches last night and I was trying to think like, I picked the match that I really wanted to see Seth in. I was like, what do I want to see Jack in? Because obviously Jack's on the show too. I got to like, what match would I want to see there? And 
I don't know why it never popped into my head until literally like two minutes ago, but I think it had something to do with uh, a little bit of the, the bitterness at the beginning. Dude, Jack Suriano. I want to see that. I can't. I would love to see that match, man. I would take his head off or at least shoot for his head. <laughs> oh, there is no love lost there. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I would love to see that one, man. That'd be exciting. Well, it wouldn't be exciting because Suriano doesn't do too much unless you make him, but. Yeah. Yeah. You just got a blast for me, though. I wanted to see both of you in like a pull-up competition. <laughs> I don't think that's all I ever see. All I ever see on social media of uh, Soriano is his, his weight training. He man. might be a big favorite in that one. Yeah, I was gonna say Jack's the man, but I don't know a man on the planet. Soriano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, got, I got like twelve pull-ups in me, fifteen or something right now after this quarantine. So, like, oh like that style like i'm like Suriano probably started an instagram video doing pull-ups when quarantine started and he's still going, he's still going. <laughs> uh, and i could put snyder versus the quiz <laughs> that's go. a good one that's a good one yeah he put both world team members uh they haven't matched up since the ncaa finals let's get it on is what he wrote so snyder and the quiz yeah like, no, that'd be a good one. Um, another one with Gwiz that I was thinking of, um, I'd like to see Mason Paris with Gwiz. Oh, my gosh. That's not the match to make. That is oh, not dude. the match to make. Oh, yeah. We've seen Gable. The only reason why Gable. you put that is just to fire me and set up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know that wouldn't be a good okay. match. No, no, no. See, if I'm talking, especially like again, we have a million matches. But he really if I'm wants talking, to bring this argument up again, doesn't he? I'm not bringing this argument. You guys are bringing this crap up. This. I'm not spending right? time on this. No, my thought was if we only have like five matches on a card, right? We've I've seen Gable Gwiz, and I think who who knows it could go different ways every time. I don't know, but I haven't seen Mason Gwiz. I'd like to see it. I, there's no shade thrown. It's, this up. is nothing about my pick earlier. I just would like to see it. Mason destroyed everybody in juniors last year, and I'd love to see it. That's not true. Hilger beat him in a match. Yep, Hilger did beat him. First match out of the best out of three. So. Yeah, but who's got the who's holding the the world championship? Hey, that wasn't the argument. You just said he destroyed everybody when he lost. Uh, I was thinking and the world championship. He teched or pinned his way through the junior world championship tournament. Bro, you, you tell me I'm incorrect on that one. Changing your argument. I'm not changing my argument. <laughs> like usual. Oh my god. Like usual. I said he destroyed everyone at the junior worlds. Is exactly what I said. No, you, you said, said juniors. Oh, okay. Well, Jinx. <laughs> I apologize. I uh, let me. Yeah, let me change. That's what I silly. Said. Gwiz Gable would be better than Gwiz yeah. Paris. Or, dude, I think Gable Snyder would be a fun one. Yeah, for sure. Or was... Gable Gino, Gable Taha. Okay, so y'all <laughs> give me all kinds of crap. On my list, I had first, actually, if you want to look in there and find it, maybe. I had Gable Kyle. Yeah, I saw it. Gable Kyle, right? That was, that was the one that I thought of before, right? And so afterwards, I picked Mason Gwiz. So shut up. <laughs> no, I'm excited for Gable. I think he's going to be the world or the Olympic team member. So I thought yeah. I thought another thing I did on my list was I, I wrote down a couple of the Freco matches, Greco freestyle ones. Oh, that's smart. 
I thought a fun one right now with the Stanford stuff going on could put them under the spotlight was uh, McKenna versus Mango. That'd be cool. <laughs> Freestyle Greco yeah. match. Dude, if I got asked to do a Greco or Freco match, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Dude, McKenna was a beast. McKenna was good at Greco, yeah. He was like a three-time Fargo champion. Freaking tore me up in in Greco one year, but really, he was he had better results in Greco than he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a lot better. Yeah, that's wild. Maybe it's a cop out because I've seen it all over the place when people talk about Freco, but Kamal Bay, Kyle Dake. That's that's what I want to see. I know Kyle. Kyle. I think Kyle would kind of rip him apart in freestyle, but I think the Greco part would be fun to watch because Kamal Bay is just a human highlight reel when it comes to Greco, and Kyle is really good upper body. So I could see him shutting him down. I think yeah, Kamal Bay, Imar. Because Kam- yeah, yeah, yeah. Imar would play around him there. I like that a lot more. That'd I be think good. Dake would just stay out. I mean, Dake's so good at figuring out how to stay out of positions. Yeah. Here, here's one that I got, and then I did the research, so I know why. But two, I, I, you're big. You have your fiance big into women, but apparently these two are like future girl studs in our sport. A uh, meet Allure from College Park versus Kennedy Blades from Wyoming Seminary, both number one in their weight classes, both sophomores in high school. Yeah, and we're gonna get Smith that one. At, who's number one? Yep, that I'm one's sorry? coming. Number one. That one's coming. Yeah, yeah. That was who's that? number one? Oh, see how stupid I am. I'm oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that that one's gonna be awesome. Hell yeah, I like it. There's a there's a couple of young girls coming up that are that are dope. Oh yeah, Diaz and Mortimer are two as well, I right? Think, one one hundred. I, I want to hear Seth's match. Seth's women's match. Yeah, I'll throw that in here. But yeah, one thing I was gonna say quick. I think I think. Two to four years from now, we're going to see a completely new kind of set of women making world teams. There is a lot of really good young women wrestlers right now, and I think that they're going to start taking over here pretty soon because they've been knocking at the door a little bit, taking a few matches here and here, here and there. But I think next next four years, it's going to be a big change in who's making world teams and uh, going and bringing home medals. So I couldn't believe it when I was researching the girls. I was like, this – these two little girls, Sterling Diaz and Sage Mortimer, I was reading about them. They're like 100 pounds. You could, like, hold them in your book bag when you're walking around. Town. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so here's, um, my, here's my women's matchup that I thought would be super amazing. I think that there's a little bit of weight advantage for one of them, but Adeline Gray versus Tamara Stock. I have that one on my list, too. That's oh, nice. That would be – that could be a, the main the main event, and I'd be happy. Bro, that could, I'm that, sure that might be the number one match I want to see. Other. That's what actually Ray, happened. Ray versus Stock, you said? It's happened, but it was it happened when Tamira wasn't Tamira. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it happened right before Tamira, like, actually burst onto the scene, won her world oh title, gosh. and, like, really jumped levels. So, and it was, it was a, I mean, it wasn't a close match. Adeline won, but it, like, Adeline didn't do what she usually does to people in that match. Tamara is my favorite wrestler. You are right reminding now. me to reach out she's to Tamara. Awesome. Tamara is on, yeah, she's unbelievable. I love, I love listening to her. She's a good speaker too. And then just, dude, what she does to people out there is scary. <laughs> she really is one oh, of the most, interesting. Oh, yeah, gosh. one of the most fascinating wrestlers in the sport. Period. Men, women, Greco, whatever. On the mat, off awesome. the mat, dude. Just like, a great just person. Yeah. To her, 
she has this energy around her and you like just walk by her and you know like she's someone special and you want to listen yeah. to her and talk to her oh yeah. man easily one of my favorite people in the sport as a whole there's a couple girls that i talk to on my show that are just unbelievable emma bruntiel and alexa lyles okay. they're studs i've watched them a little bit but just you feel Alex lyles is from texas yeah she's cool yeah, WCAP. I talked to her right when she got back from Army boot camp. Um, she was like badass. She had a whole tattoo down her arm. It was just happened. She's like, come to Texas, get a tattoo for my family. I'm like, I'm down. I'm I used to train with her. She uh -huh. used to be better than all the guys, so I'd train with her. Yeah, she I said her favorite. School. Yeah, she said her favorite part was kicking the boys' asses in the two men's freestyle championships that she did in Texas. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. What do you guys think of uh, Yanni Lugo? I, I think it would be fun to watch, but I, I, I just think they're different levels, right? Like, I, I think Lugo really has, like, stepped his game up and kind of – for me, as a, especially as an Iowa fan over the last couple of years, like, Lugo just kind of hasn't been what I thought he was going to be. And then this year he really turned it on and was awesome. Um, and really, like, took big steps towards – I thought that he was – I thought he definitely was going to be in there for an NCAA title at the end, if not being the favorite. Um, but I just – I think that there's – sometimes there's levels to things, and I think Yanni's just on a different level. And I, I talk, think, yeah. I talked to Barry Davis, who you know, right, really well. Um, and he said that – something just clicked this year with Yanni that took him to a whole different level mindset wise. He said it was just, he doesn't just, it was like a, a whole new kid. What were you going to say, Jack? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in. I would like to see like a Lugo Nick Lee first, a Lugo Ironman, maybe put him up against guys that are like the next tier above him, And then maybe a, a Yanni match. But like to me, in my eyes, like, I know Zane's number one and, and J.O.'s probably number two. Um, and then maybe even Joey's number three. But Yanni is number – I think he's number four just because of his loss to Joey. But I still think he's the favorite to make the team. Yeah, I think my son just – he's fresh off that manhandling of Pletcher on the rooftop. So mm -hmm. he, he can – I mean, he just worked the shit out of him. And then Pletcher looked really good in Austin. Yeah. You know? Yeah, against so. – uh, Caldwell. That makes you think about Lugo a little more, for sure. I agree. Yeah. I think That's that the like, match with Pletcher, Lugo's match with Pletcher, is a little bit of an, of an anomaly just because first match back, it's a bizarre setting. They didn't, they didn't weigh in. Time. Yeah, there's not a ton of time to prepare. Definitely smaller. Yeah, Definitely smaller, smaller venue. No, no, he was, he was smaller. There was no weigh ins. Oh. Yeah. There was no weigh ins. Yeah, they just yeah. showed up and wrestled. Well, they, he looked smaller, too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, so like I, I see the appeal and I can see where your son's coming from. Like, ooh, I saw this guy wrestle. Let's put him against the, the, the gold standard. Uh, <laughs> but again, like, I don't know. I don't, it, I don't think it would be that close. Like, I don't know. Well, and being a wrestler, right? You guys are wrestlers. If, if someone, I'm sure Lugo's sitting there going, I'm in, let's do it, right? Like, yeah. You guys always take a challenge, right? For sure. I, I mean, my take's a little different. I think it'd be a really close match. I think Yanni wins it. He wrestles so many close matches, though, that, I don't know, Lugo, Lugo's super solid positionally and strong, right? And I think that 
I think he keeps it close. I think it's for sure a close match. I think that Yanni's savviness and, and his IQ on the mat is what wins the match for him. But I, th- I think it's a close match, and uh, it'd be fun to watch. I don't know, man. It, it's kind of – I kind of think, like, what kind of Yanni we're getting because – Yeah. Mean, he teched he Jordan Oliver. That wasn't the Jordan Oliver we saw this right. last year. That oh, was, my gosh. Jordan Oliver was on a whole nother level. He looks so it's good. Great, it's not a great it, parallel. It, in my Oliver opinion. Don't wrestle very similarly. But Yeah. In my opinion, if J.O. comes back like he was when we saw him in Texas. <laughs> all right. Was it Texas, right? Yeah. It was the yeah. U.S. Open. Yeah. It was in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. My backyard. Right. Cool. I was terrified that I said that wrong. Um, but yeah, if, if we get that same guy coming back, dude, I, I don't, I don't see anybody beating him. Mm. Same J.O. Mm, I'll come put that on 50, now. I will put that 50 to nothing J.O. against any of those other guys. Silly. Dude, 50 <laughs> to nothing through that tournament. Silly. I think Yanni's really good and he was injured in, in Texas. So wasn't. it wasn't, it wasn't a real Yanni. Anyways, I think four-man bracket, four-man bracket between J.O. Rashidov on one side, Haji Aliyev, Yanni Diakamahalas on the other. I think that would be uh-huh. sick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even throw the four USA guys in there. How freaking crazy would that be? Zane, Yanni, Joey, and J.O. I just love Haji. I just want to see Haji wrestle. You gotta like throw my favorite. You gotta throw uh, Musakayev in there just for, just for the yeah, fun. just the for the fun of it. Musakayev versus so, Bajrang. <laughs> Dan, I don't know how much you you follow the international wrestling, um, but Musakayev, uh, where does what country is he? Hungary or Hungary? Or I think it's Hungary. Hungary, yeah. yeah. It's a He's green a Dagestani guy. All right, so Dagestani. this if this dude had a gas tank at all he'd be one of the best guys in the world. I mean, he's absolutely insane for a couple of minutes and then just. He is one of the best guys in the world. Oh, for just, sure. Yeah, he he go, he go, <laughs> exactly. It's winded walking up the stairs. I'm saying like. He was he, up 9-0 on Yanni and he ended up losing. He ended up getting, uh, uh, whatchamacallit. Oh, defaulted he out. He got defaulted <laughs> out. He got stalled <laughs> out. Oh my yeah. gosh. He, uh. Like, what I was saying, best guys in the world, like, he is definitely one of the top guys of that weight class. But I'm saying, like, if this dude could put together two periods and not get tired. Pound for pound, one of the pound best. Pound for pound, one of the best in the world. Yeah. You, have to, you have to watch his match he had with, um, who's the Japanese kid? Odegaro. Dude, you got to watch that match. It is ridiculous. He I won watched. that match, right? That was the bronze medal match. Yeah. 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 Oh bronze. It is. Yeah. They have this one scramble that is, like, like, they're just, like, both waiting. Because you know how, like, foreign guys, they'll just, like, kind of hold position for, like, 10 seconds or so. They're just, like, standing still. And then they both just go. And it is – it's, like, nothing I've ever seen. I went, like, over quarantine. I watched uh, a bunch of Mustakayev matches. And – because I was trying to replicate his uh, – His like, training? Yeah, well, he has his <laughs> – No, no, no. But he does that Russian tie, and then he spins out of it. Like, he spins all the way right to a double egg. And I was like, I want to do that. Turns out, not as don't athletic. do that. I'm not that as athletic as Musica. Well, but you know what, isn't it? Isn't it true? Like I was talking to, I forget. I've had 250 shows, like, I, <laughs> and I'm 44 years old, so my memory's faking. But I was talking to someone, and they said they've been part of their training has been to watch the Russians, and I guess it's intriguing because they go in like 15, 15 second bursts, like they'll 
like you were saying, they like slowed down and then they went. Like yeah. I guess they wrestle yeah. in sprints. Is that is that what yeah. they'll go like all of a sudden they'll do some sort of chain wrestling for fifteen seconds and then kind of back off a little bit? Well Tervel Tervel told me one of the greatest things I've ever heard from a coach was at the U twenty three Worlds. I just wrestled the Iranian. I won 17 to 16 in a crazy match, but I was going like 100% and I only lasted five minutes. So I was up by nine and he came back and almost beat me. But um, he said that the Russians, the Cubans, they'll go 50% and then jump to 100. 50% jump to 100. But like for me, like I'm different in, in my style because I just want to go. So I need to hit like a, a 75 for the whole time and so, like make my 75 as high as I can. And he's like, that's what Yazdani does. But like the Cubans and the Russians, they'll go in short bursts. And he was like, find one word or phrase that just goes through your mind to get in that zone where you can go hard, but n not lose your tank. Because no one can flex for six minutes straight. It's just impossible. <laughs> no. Yeah. You gotta be a piece. What do you guys think of, of this one? Macy Kilty versus Kayla Miracle. That'd be a good match. Like that. Number five versus number one. Three-time U.S. Open, third at U.S. Open, Cadet World Champ. I guess they're they're badasses. Yeah, I think yeah. Macy's, Macy's getting up there. I think she's got a little little ways to go still, but I think it'd be it'd be a good match. Yeah, right, what do you guys think she's of this pretty one? young, right? Yeah, she's young. Mm, okay. No, she's she's gonna be good. So I gotta ask too, while we're talking about this, <laughs> um, if you guys have a computer in front of you, you gotta gotta hit that Rockfin link and and look at the live stream because. I want to see you guys or get you guys' opinions on the uh, the graphics that I threw up there, um, and if it's even how it's looking on your end. But uh, I just figured I'd give you some homework to do while we're talking. Um, I think I think they're dope. Um, yeah, my little head just pops up over the top of it. You want? To <laughs> okay. So um, wait, wait, Jude. Jude wants a match to say. Let let Jude. Yeah, 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 I was, I was <laughs> gonna say Jude. Let's go. So this is the one I, I tweeted out, but I think that. Uh, <laughs> Palacio versus Ian Miller would I think that'd be that's cool. funny okay. <laughs> I like that one uh, dude and like I was sitting in the car and I was talking to my dad I was like dad Jacob wants me to get it some matches ready and I was sitting there and I, I was just thinking about Ian Miller and like you know I was thinking about like why don't people talk about what happened to him more I was like because I I actually learned about what happened like on this show like it's not something very much talked about and I get like you don't want to put the NCAA in a bad place and um, and all that. And like, obviously it was a mistake. There was, but, um, I was like, Ian Miller was wild. Like the things he would do were just ridiculous. And like inside super duck to an inside trip and, and just against all Americans in like the NCAA tournament, he's super ducking all Americans and it's, it's, and it works. And so, mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking about Dylan Palacio and how he would probably, you know, he would, I think he would chomp at the bit to, wrestling Ian Miller and so I tweeted it out and oh. dude did uh and then pin. Ian Miller said no I don't want to <laughs> does, he, does, he, does he enter the match dressed as the homeless wrestler or he does has he? to Ooh. has to no one wants to see that dude no <laughs> that's got to be written friendly. in the contract I want to see that yes <laughs> no yes yeah, I want to see event. I want to see him run out of the smoke rip off yeah. some like basketball shorts Jacob, and then run out there like that <laughs> Dylan Palacio <laughs> is the funniest guy on Instagram. So funny. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious. So, uh, 
the uh, Michael Meyer uh, Halloween thing was so funny when he was like depressed for the whole year and then he just like all of a sudden it was Halloween and he like got up have you seen this skit yeah yeah and he does and he's like he like grabs a knife and like starts chasing people he's like so happy but it's funny because he also like <laughs> he has an audience of people who aren't wrestlers he like oh for sure and like it's a big audience it's it's very cool like he whips that one dude he had like this big this big black dude came up and he's like, I can take you. And they go out on the beach and the yeah. guy's like, hell no, you can't. And he just devastates him. And the guy gets up and chases him. Oh yeah. They always end up chasing him because he'll like suplex him and then end up with like his banana hammock on their face. <laughs> and then, and then he'll away. jump up and like banana take off hammock. running and you just hear him running going, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> what would be what would be really dope is like one of you guys at the wrestling level walk down the boardwalk dressed up as like some scrub and you take his challenge oh yeah that'd be funny <laughs> he doesn't know it's coming that'd be, there's not really many funny. people watching this right now so it'll be our story. yeah so <laughs> another one that that i was thinking of and i was thinking you know we didn't get to see pat downey wrestle so what match would i want to see him in I've thought enough about David Taylor, and I, it, in my opinion, I think it would just be David Taylor teching him very quickly, 10 yeah. nothing. I don't know. Um, my son wrote that one down, too, uh, Downey Taylor. So I thought, I was like, who's another guy that I'd love to see him wrestle that I think might get chippy with him? Because I don't think David would really get chippy. Like, he's not that kind of guy. Yeah. And so I put Zahid Downey. I would love to see that one because that I think be Zahid cool. would probably get into it with him a little bit if they got a little, little back and forth going. Um, Man, did you? I was watching uh, Zahid and Aaron Brooks the other day, and like, oh wow, they went after That's... it hard. They went Aaron after... Brooks is the next big thing, man. Yeah, um, Downey talked all that shit for the roof, dude. Got tossed around like a sack of potatoes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I doubt. I'd love to see Downey versus Brooks. If, if I think he's out of wrestling, he's in MMA now. No, he's he's gonna wrestle the trials. He is. Yeah, I watched. I thought I thought yeah. that his MMA contract got dropped. So Jacob's he, Jacob's little thing on the image should say "Biggest Pat Downey Hater." Dean Heil. Dean Heil. I don't uh, know, man. You you freaking um, troll him so hard. Oh, uh, hey man. It, he's uh, gonna call out McGregor next. Yeah. Honestly. But. <laughs> Someone hold him back, please. <laughs> if nothing else, it's gonna get hurt. <laughs> well, I saw. Else, give Aaron he, Brooks a chance, like just like I don't know. I think that would be cool. Just yeah. To see where Brooks is at. I was gonna sure. say with that is I was looking the other day. You know, I'm doing my fantasy rankings and I'm kind of like going through like you know Flow, Try, or uh, Open Mat, all these kind of different places to make sure I got all the right guys and you know at least have my list of dudes that are wrestling this year. I have to take out seniors and blah blah. And on Flow Wrestling, I noticed, like, they got Brooks ranked number five on the rankings for this season. Dude, I don't know. Maybe you guys agree with it, but, like, well, he lost I the don't. I, I, That's his only I, loss. If it's right. by and statistics, it, it makes sense. He lost to Vince, but that was his only loss his freshman year, and he pinned him when he came yeah. back and wrestled him the second time. Also, That's fair, jump, but... You can see the jump he makes from the loss to, from Vens to the you know the end of the season, the Big Ten tournament. That is a big, big jump. You just like, can't use speculation in rankings. Like, we all believe he's going to beat him, but he hasn't yeah. wrestled any of the top four guys. I have a question. Did, uh, okay. Did Brooks but, lose to Vens before or after he wrestled Zahid? 
Do you remember? Does anyone remember? After, after right? Wait, when did when did Zahid and they wrestled at the U.S. Um, Open, the, U, the senior nationals, and it was senior like, nationals in December. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was telling to me, like, I mean, you have a freshman Aaron Brooks wrestling a senior Zahid Valencia. Did they not wrestle in the duel this year? No. So well, because Brooks wasn't Brooks wasn't out yet. They didn't, okay. they didn't pull him yet. That so, was yeah. the way they they forfeited eighty four. Jack, I'm cool with what you're saying. With like, you you can't really put. You kind of have to go by stats, Bert, based on the, the rankings. For right? sure. I'm cool with that, right? I'm cool with Dean being number one because he's returning finalist, right? Returning highest placer, right? Bolin, number two. Uh, okay, fine. He's He won the ACC, he won the ACC right? Hunter Bolin? I mean, he had to if he's above yeah. Hydley so, and yeah. But there's where I get There's where I get annoyed. Third, you got Hydley. Hydley didn't win his conference. Aaron Brooks did. True, yeah. but – the. And Three of the top Aaron, five guys were at the ACC. Like, that's still like a hard thing to say. Hydley had three losses. Brooks had one. Okay, who did Hydley lose to? Zahid, Bolin, and probably Bolin, Bolin again. Or Dupre. Yeah. Which he's ranked yeah. above Dupre, who's number four. I don't know. I. I that's I don't interesting. Know. I. All I'm saying, at least for right now, is looking at 184. I think it kind of came a little clearer to me and. Um, I can't remember exact when we, we did our like really super preseason picks like a couple months ago. I can't remember who I picked, so I might be going against it, but I, dude, I think Brooks, I don't know. Had they lost four matches? He lost to Bolin twice and he lost to Dupre. And Zahid. Yeah. So four. And Zahid. Yeah. I don't know, but we're getting off. Topic. But he also beat Dupre. So. All right. Yeah. Tell me about NATO versus RBY freestyle. I think it's, I think it's RBY. Like, I don't know. I, I do too. I just, the, 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 Is RBY just going to wrestle all the 57 kilo guys? <laughs> Dude, RBY. Is it 65 kilo? <laughs> I, I talked to RBY. He said he will never make 57 kilos. He was huge, dude. He got in on my leg, and I was like, wow. <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't. Is, is, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's bigger than he looks. Yeah. We walk, when we, I, I didn't see him day. until we were about to walk out on the mat. And so when we were about to walk on the mat, he had like three inches on me and he looked thick. And I was like, Did they keep you guys separate? Did they like have like separate? Kind, well, he time? showed up super late. He showed up like oh. the day before. So mm. I didn't see him until like late. But he was I big. think that'd be a fun match though, RBY NATO. What was the thing you noticed the most about wrestling Roman Jack? Like Um, I should have come out like I did in the second. I came out in the second period a lot better. Right. Started moving more. I don't know. I was just flat. Um he seemed ready for me, like everything I had, he had an answer for. And then he was kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> he is he's mean. Um, he was nice on like off the map, but on the map yeah. he was pretty mean. Dude, I'm gonna say Seth about the matchup. What's that? Oh, I, I just something? said I think it'd be a good matchup. I think that stylistically, right? NATO picks and chooses pretty good on his, his attempts. So I don't see a lot of counter offense coming from RBY and that's where he creates most of his scores. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it'd be a really, I actually think it'd be a low scoring match and maybe an early score for RBY, a late score for NATO, something like that is what I kind of see. I have it a pick a match. Maybe too early for R maybe too early scores for RBY and a couple late for Nate. I don't know. I think it RBY wins the first period, Nato wins the second. I don't know how many points each score, so but, but it could go either way. I, I think it could. It's hard to say. 
I think Roman has that parterre offense that might separate him from from NATO. He ain't turning NATO, dude. That dude's a freaking brick. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I think I'd be with you before Jack's match. I don't know. I think after. I think I got RBY and like. I don't know. I mean, I, I love you, Jack, but I think the fact that you were out for a couple months, right? RBY was he he trains. He he he's a guy. Oh no, I out. totally agree. I I totally yeah. agree. RBY is a guy out. that he's naturally super athletic. He naturally like he he just likes to be. He's probably more active, dude. Like I think I'm more like you, Jack. Right? I get pretty pretty chunky when I'm not yeah training and out of shape, and it takes me some time to get back to where I want to be, where I think, I think it's a heck of a match when you guys are both at your top shape. I think it's completely different. I think that you could tell in the match that your timing was a little, little, not like normal. And I, I think that has more. Yeah. Three weeks of training after two months, two and a half months off. Exactly. No matter how not, hard you train, no, it's going to be great. You're not going to be anywhere near where, you know, you well, that was, I want to be. Yeah. That was definitely my thought watching the matches was I thought Roman looked the best out of any wrestler on the card. Um, and I, well, David, I mean, well, Dan David Taylor too. Yeah. But the Penn state guys look really good. The, those two look great, but I was thinking about it and I think RBY was probably the one that wrestled the most during this whole time off. Like I follow him on social and he's like always in this little like garage, you know, with yeah. uh, those, I don't remember who they are. One of them's committed to Iowa. Um, yeah. I can't remember their names. A couple of guys that are that are both it's, big recruits. It's uh, Ibarra. I yeah, Jesse Ibarra. And Danny Vega. Danny yeah. Vega, Jamie, Jamie Herrera, a couple other guys out there. Yeah. yeah. So right, did you, did you um, when, when Caldwell and Fletcher were coming out and they were doing the pre-show, my son messaged me and was like, Caldwell's not ready for this. He's about to get whooped. You could tell, like, could you tell live that he just, he took it lightly? Oh no, he he was happy to be there, but I thought he wrestled great for uh, yeah. not not being on the mat for ten years. Like I know that the score, I mean, it was five two until he tried to jump over him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was, what it looked like. He wrestled life. great. I thought, dude, his awareness like on the edge was incredible, especially for yeah. being off so long. Like he was able to just maneuver that line so well. After that weekend, he was hanging out with us, dude. I am a huge. I was already a big Darian Caldwell fan, but like seeing him off the mat and like just hanging around him, huge Darian Caldwell fan. And I, I hear he's a seriously wish him the best. I had yeah. uh, I had Coach Gonzo on, who said that he's just an amazing kid. I, I talked to uh, the twins that used to wrestle at NC State. They said super good dude. Um, and I talked to someone else who spoke very highly of him. Uh, but I really think cool guy. The perception they showed on the TV part of it that we were watching looked like. It made him look like he was kind of real casual coming into it. I mean, he's he was very relaxed. He, I mean, it didn't matter to him. He's what did he have the fighting. <laughs> he's fighting for the Bellator title, you know, like, and he's making a ton of money every fight. So it's like, and we just saw him in the corner this weekend on a fight. I saw him. Uh, he walked somebody out at the in Vegas. Really great guy. Yeah. All right, I got a match that's kind of interesting. Um, Y'all might shut it down. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> David Taylor, no Bickle. What? Uh, you read my card. You read my David, card. I didn't see it. I didn't see it on anyone's. I'm sorry. Uh, Bo Bickle, no David Bickle. Taylor. You said no Bickle. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. Okay. So Jude and I think that this match is going to be great. <laughs> it would be kind of incredible. 
but like the cool thing is is that it probably happens every single day and we just and i bet some i i could see david getting the best of him but just Bo in the in the middle of the mat he's a whole nother animal man Dude, or at least i would assume so he freaking throws <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He just I mean, and you hear it. David talk, and he'll talk about his, like, the training situation he has at the NLWC, and he talks about giving up takedowns and getting beaten every day because he's wrestling with Kyle Snyder, Bone Nickel, Kale Sanderson, Casey Cunningham, like, monsters. Like, you know. Yeah, that's a really good training so situation. It's, he's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. What do you guys think of Alyssa Lampe versus Sarah Hildebrandt? Um, that was number one against is number one. They say Lampe's coming back. She's training to, to make another run. I'm Sarah's on top of that weight class. Yeah. Jacob, you look pretty pissed about my match, to be uh, honest. No, so my thought – I'm not – no, I'm not, like, pissed about it or anything. I, I would love to see it. But my thought about it is that it's pretty obvious. Like, they're the same size, right? And I think optimal weight – Four bow would be 86. It's 86 KG. kilos for um, sure. Yeah. And so I think like he's always had the MMA aspirations and always wanted to go that path. And I think when he, you know, getting down to the end of college and like getting out of college, he's training with David, obviously. I'm not saying that he, I'm not saying he could net, he couldn't beat David. Right. But I think that when you know that's the weight that you need to go and David's there and you're going to go to MMA, I think the reason we haven't seen him like so hardcore into wrestling is kind of because like he knows transitioning he knows like all right should i waste my time like really trying to beat david or should i just go to mma and make money while you know i'm young and i can have a long career Uh, again not saying he can't beat him but i I just when you have those two choices in front of you i I think that he's making the right choice to kind of go ahead and transition i mean think of it this way if he was beating david taylor consistently then we'd probably see him out, right? That's if what I'm he saying. Was, if he was, you know, so that's why we can kind of assume, like, I, I would, I would guess that Bo gets him sometimes, but it's probably all David. Exactly, exactly what I was thinking. Like, if he's beaten him, if Bo was winning all the matches in the room, you'd see Bo on the scene a lot more. Right. Just my thought. He looked like. All right, here, here's here's one to throw out there then: Zahid Valencia, Bo Nickel. I'm oh here my for gosh, it. that was. That... <laughs> Oh, I'm all uh, about that one. Be That'd be fun. I would. I got Zahid. Last time they wrestled, Zahid tore him up. When was, when was that? that? Way back in juniors. It was the year I made the team. They wrestled. So way back. So that, that was like before I was in college back, right? That No, that was my soft, no, after my redshirt freshman year. Is that the year, did you wrestle Nick Lee? Was that, was yeah, that Madison Nick Square Lee. Garden? I, it's where I had the crazy, uh, yeah, after Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, I had the crazy, like, round of three match with McKee in the finals. and But, yeah, he, he tore up a, I want to say, like, he, he, he was close to attack, if I can remember. But, yeah, I, obviously, they've both gotten a lot better. Yeah, probably. <laughs> David yeah. Taylor made it look easy at that matchup you were at. I mean, he just looked like. It was easy for him. So I just remembered um, at one point at the very beginning of this, Jack said that he had something to say about my my rankings, and we never got to that. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, But 
another i was uh, just messing around i don't oh, know no 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 no, no 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 i want to hear it um <laughs> no, no no i want to hear it he, he doesn't have anything yeah whatever anyway uh before like kind of a good uh, transition would be i was thinking about like what are two college guys right now that i would really want to see and that it's a matchup that we could definitely see and i had uh shane griffith makai lewis um i think those I don't know. I just I would be so stoked to see that match. Shane Griffith was 28-0 as a freshman this year. Yeah, Stanford doesn't wrestle as many good guys as, as the other schools, right? But, dude, I, I just – I would really love to see that match. Makai is insanely good. And, um, you know, the, the matches that we saw Shane Griffith wrestle against the top guys, he beat Josh Shields twice, and he, uh, he, he beat Travis Whitlake um, – I think four to two or four to one or something. Um, and the only reason I say Travis, I, I'm high on Travis Whitlake too, because Travis Whitlake in Carver with Marinelli came down at the very end. Um, and he kind of, he kind of let it go and he could have, he could have had that match. So um, I don't know. What do you guys think about Griffith Mackay and folk style? Does Griffith have the offense to counter Mackay's supernatural defense? Like how, how does Griffith score? I don't know, man. That's 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 the reason I'd want to see it. It's just it's a big question mark to me. Right. We just um, haven't seen him against the top guys. Yeah, and I don't know, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm here for it. I've I've seen Shane Griffith train, and I, I've watched him wrestle uh, guys like McFadden and and uh, and Frankie. And dude, this guy's he's legit. Yeah. Um, and it was in freestyle, and he doesn't have as much freestyle experience, so I'm sure in folk style. And I was talking to Raquir, uh Vandermeer about him. He was like, we don't know how good he is because he hasn't wrestled someone that's the top guy, but he's beaten everyone else. So, Right. Well, the other thing about him, too, is if you think back, you know, he'll be going into his sophomore year. Um, last year, like I said, 28-0. Um, his red shirt year at the Southern Scuffle, you can all remember him wrestling Vincenzo. Right. And at that time, that was uh, two time Vincenzo still on the road for four. Right. And he almost beat him. And it was an awesome match. Um, so, yeah. He did take him down right at the beginning. Yeah. Took him down. I think I just, especially with Shane Griffith's kind of body type, like he's, he's long and lanky while not really like giving up too much muscle. It's kind of like almost like a Zahid kind of like, not the same body. I don't. I don't want to. It's weird. Saying Dude, he looks like he weighs like, about two hundred pounds. Zahid? No, uh, Griffin. Well, so what I'm saying is he's a. He's I like tall. went up to him and I was like, "Are you gonna go sixty-five next year?" <laughs> like, like, okay. Like Here, what? Like Deacon is what I'm saying. Like kind of like that like hollow bones, just like a big dude. Like he's muscular, Dude, Deacon's but he's the same tall. way. It's like yeah. No way. No yeah. way. No way. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I, I really hope we get to see that match at some point. That's probably my, my one that I'm looking forward to in college the most. Um, the other college match that I brought up or that I thought of was uh, Echimindia Yanni. I, if they're the same weight. Who knows style Yanni, I think, will tear them apart. I think freestyle is a heck of a match. I put freestyle. I, um, I want to see this guy wrestle more. Right. I'm just put him on the card. I don't care who it's against. I want to see him wrestle more. You've been hanging around Chimizo too much. Who is this guy? 
this guy. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had Echemendia on my show right after the Flo released his documentary. Yeah. yeah. Good timing. <clears throat> I reached out to him. I don't know. I, I found him on social media or something, and he hit me right back. And uh, what a super class act. Like, he just seemed that way when I had him on. And, uh, mm. you know, what a life he's had so far. And I'm, I'm interested to see him wrestle myself. Uh, my son's last one that I, that he wrote down I, was uh, Suriano versus DeSanto freestyle. He said that we really haven't seen Ooh. either one of them uh, really in that world a lot. So he said he'd like to see it happen. Seen Suriano guys. little and DeSanto not at all. Yeah, that's yeah. what he wrote. He wrote, haven't seen much freestyle from either one. Let's see what they got is what he wrote down. <laughs> yeah. I really want to see DeSanto freestyle. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he's hanging with the top guys. I don't. Um, but that if he's able to to still get with that, you know, fireman's hey, give, dump. Give this man a push out point, and he's gonna freaking. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good he's gonna kick and punch and just. Cartwheel <laughs> <laughs> Kimura's way. Flying Kimura, yeah. I think that's the biggest advantage, but outside of that, outside of the push-outs, I don't think his style translates super well to freestyle, but yeah, I, I think know. it's going to be good for if anyone was good at rest or freestyle, which I don't know if Suriano is really great in parterre, but I, I know that DeSanto has his struggles on bottom and folk style. I can only imagine what he is on freestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet if someone had a good gut or a lace, it'd be over like that. But also, there's no there. way. I mean, Suriano's going to be a 57 kilo guy, and if, there's no way DeSantos down there. He'd probably be yeah, a 65 kilo guy. For sure. I totally agree. Yeah. I got to say, uh, this has been um, really cool for me, guys. I mean, this has been dope. But I, I don't know. I just felt like saying that. It was really <laughs> awesome. been a blast having you on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, and I get to learn, like, uh, the first thing I said to Jack when I heard about fantasy wrestling, I was like, Yo, I'm totally in because I'm trying to learn the sport, right? I mean, I know a little bit from watching my kid. And then throughout this process, I went on and got bronze certified. I went through the Leadership Academy. I went and took some rough courses just to kind of learn and get smarter. And then, but the best way is talking to you guys. But through fantasy, I know just like learning football players or baseball players in fantasy, I'm yeah. so looking forward to, to doing it because, you know, hopefully one day I can sit in here and be like, yeah, I know who Griffith is. That guy. That yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. ran around and did this cartwheel shit and doped you. Yeah, like, I don't even know. I'm just like, <laughs> you help me out here. <laughs> well, that's, that's why, uh, you know, that's why fantasy is so much fun, especially for wrestling. And that's why I think it, if you get, especially if you're new to the sport of wrestling, I think it's really good to get into because it really helps grow your knowledge inside the sport of everybody right because i'm gonna be honest like before i mean i've been doing fantasy for a little while but you know the first couple years i started watching wrestling i wasn't doing fantasy you know i only watched penn state iowa you know ohio state iowa Uh, i only watched these big matches and i was an iowa fan so i just it was kind of whoever iowa wrestled um and you know getting into fantasy like now i'm on a wednesday night watching like buffalo old dominion and i'm like screaming at the tv (laughs) like but not just fantasy for me. I, I've had guests, right? So since April 6th, you know, I used to do four shows a day all the way up until two weeks ago. And then I went to two a day, whatever. But um, there's so many guys that I've had on my show now that I'm, I like write down their names, like 
I want to watch Brock Hudkins now. I want to follow you guys. I want to follow, you know, uh, I had Darian Toy Cruz on, you know, or I, I've had 10-year-old kids like Beast Money, whatever the hell he calls himself, super dope kid in Georgia, little badass had <laughs> him on, you know, and I'm like, now I'm like trying to find ways to follow everybody. It's like my own little fantasy spreadsheet because I appreciate everybody coming on. So I try to, I mean, if you see my, I put this logo up today just because you guys welcomed me on the show. So I wanted to put something that shouted you out, but um, I usually have behind me a board of all the different like clubs and team logos and stuff that have come on my show. And I just created it as kind of a shout out. You know? so, Super cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think um, here. So while we're we're kind of gearing down, I mean, we've we've seen a lot of these matches. Oh, sorry, I gotta throw out one more, and then I was gonna say everybody be thinking since we've got five people. Oh, that's cool. Everybody like that. think. Yeah, there's his, his background. So if if you guys are listening and not watching the video, um, definitely make sure you go to Ward Wrestling Live. Um, he's real big on Facebook, and you can see all the videos there. You can see his background, which is super cool. I've got, you know, logos from everybody that's been on the show. Hey, there's Home at Advantage. Bottom home line. at Advantage is on there, man. Top right. Yeah. Quest is right up there, another PA guy. Mm. I, I haven't had a Wisconsin – well, I had Barry Davis, but he's not there anymore, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when I get God's Wrestler on one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had some kid, Jude Swisher, just sign up. Yo, that's dope from Home at <laughs> Yeah. Just saw it come through. <laughs> All right, so I was thinking – Everybody be thinking of, like, if you had to pick one match, right? So let's make a, a card together as a unit since there's five of us. Everybody picks one match. That's our card. Um, and obviously we'll try not to pick the same person multiple times. But, uh, yeah, so be thinking of that. My, my last thing I wanted to put out there, you know, we hit Greco a little. We hit women's a little bit. Um, I thought, what if we got a coach match? <laughs> I was like, who would yeah, I want to see? Doug Schwab rematch from back in the day. Uh, yeah, for sure. I got uh, – I, I put Terry Brand's Doug Schwab for me. I don't know. It's like Ooh, the minute I started thinking about rivalry. coaches, I thought of that video clip of Terry Brand's walking through the tournament and, like, whoever kind of, like, <laughs> running into him, and he's like, I'll take you I'll out. Take you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh. Awesome. I don't know. I, th I think I think a coach match would be really cool if anybody was ever into that, but that uh that wouldn't be that'd be a hard thing to get back. But yeah, Bono Schwab would be sick. I just watched the Tito Chuck Liddell thirty for thirty, and they recently fought, and one of them was forty eight and the other one was forty three, and it was the worst pay per view showing in the history of UFC. <laughs> <laughs> or it wasn't UFC of MMA fighting. It was it was Golden Boy Productions. It might have been the worst fight ever, too. <laughs> it was bad, man. It's like you don't want to. You don't want to go see that. <laughs> I know wrestling's a little different. Oh, I think yeah, wrestling's different. Though, yeah. Hey, don't let these guys fight. These guys are done. It's terrible. It's a health risk. <laughs> but don't I mean, do this. <laughs> you guys wrestle with these guys every day, right? You telling me that that Bono. And Garland couldn't go for six minutes. I wouldn't let him. I wouldn't let him. <laughs> He's got a broken neck. I don't like going with him in practice because I've like scared I'm going to break him. <laughs> like one of these days, you're just going to be paralyzed. Like stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hey, I have a question. Just before we we hit this last card, uh, what do you guys think of Nick Lee on the just freestyle and collegiate? Like where He's is great. he at? 
Yeah, yep. and that's it. <laughs> Where he's do you a contender. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, he, I, let's see, he has wins over Molinero and Ironman. And... He destroyed Ironman. Yeah, it was like, really bad. Was... Seth told me to watch it on our first show. I think. Yeah, yo, like, it was bad. It was interesting because he... I was like, "How is he gonna do in freestyle? How is he gonna do against these top guys?" And like, he's gonna, he's gonna. I think he's always he can be right there knocking on the door, but I don't think he's ever gonna break into that very very top tier. I, I mean, college wise, I think that he's get he'll win a nat- he's got a shot at winning a national title. I don't How know. How many years does like, he have left? One, one. So this year, I mean, him, Real Woods, uh, Ironman, Yanni, Yanni, Yanni. If Yanni's that's there, a tough, yeah, yeah. They're all transferring to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, if Yanni, if Yanni isn't if Yanni's there, he's gonna be one of the best to not win it. Is Yanni gonna be a forty one guy or a forty nine guy if he does I think come back? What helps the team more? Because I think that's that's all he cares that's about. All he cares about for sure. Yeah. So forty one's tough weight class. So I, I, right now if I had to pick, I wouldn't pick Nick Lee to win the weight. He's a contender, but I think Yanni is hard to pick against. I think, dude, I think Real's still super underrated at number five right oh, now. Yeah. I think he's he's going to surprise a lot of people. He just didn't get to re- – outside of Pletcher, he didn't really get to wrestle any top guys. And he had Pletcher beat, man. He had this dude's yeah. leg in the air. And That, that overtime takedown was kind of questionable. I love oh, yeah. Luke, dude. but it was questionable. Yeah. I agree. How about Jared Frayer versus Mike Gray? There you go. I think oh, Jared Frayer's a little big for him. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, Jared would do it. He'd do it. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> was it hey, did Nick Lee? Was it Jo that beat Nick Lee? And, uh, yeah, attacked him. Attacked him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The one before you do the card. Who's the who's one kid that will show up on the on the national scene this year that people hasn't been there. Know? people might not know or surprise people like like a Malik Hines at Lehigh or something like that. I think in my opinion, the the top dude to look out for that if you haven't been watching like the uh, the kids that have redshirted and all that kind of stuff, I think Carter Starotki. Yeah. Um how, ridiculous. I, I think he's an absolute title contender at seventy four. Um I think he's gonna just explode onto the scene for Penn State. Um, I also really like, obviously people know Etchemendia, um, and I, I'm interested to see what Cam Amin does at Michigan. I got one answer for this and it's 197 UVA's JILO. He's going to win a national title this year. If there's a championship, I swear to you, I would, I'd put a ton of, I'd put my, all the money I have on it. Hey, don't make me pull our guy out of red shirt to go take him out, dude. Oh my gosh. I've got something hidden in the closet there, Wisconsin. So oh, Braxton hey, Amos. Not in the closet. Crazy. Number dude. one. Hey, Braxton is going to be a. If he made 197, that does, that does make it a little more difficult because that weight's pretty open. And I can I see this conversation is, happening. Uh, Seth jumping on a Zoom call with Braxton be like, hey man, you're not red shirting this year. Was talking yeah, crap no. about Mueller you. just bet his entire life savings <laughs> on this match <laughs> here in. What about one of the Rooks brothers in Indiana? Yeah, they were uh, they were doing pretty good last year. Um, oh, my roommate beat one of them at Midlands. I, I wrestled one of those dudes. 
Yeah. The yeah, the younger one maybe. Yeah, they're yeah, 11 they, months they apart, but one's yeah, they're 11 months apart. One's like a red shirt and one's a, a true freshman or something, but but they had a good year for first years out and Sam yeah. Latona too. Yes. Tech. Virginia top. Tech. And there's two matches I'd want to make. We don't have to talk about them, but Sam Latona, Robert Howard, I think that would be sick. And then Ekamendia and Bo Bartlett. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then I'm good. All right, so let's go around the room because I think I have like – Wait, so, so hold up, hold up real quick. <laughs> One match that's going to make a whole lot of noise is going to be Mason Paris slamming Gable Stevenson on the mat. Oh, my gosh. At least say yeah. his name, right? Can I got some stuff to do. I'll see. I said, oh, say his name right. I said Mason Paris Gable Stevenson. You said Gable Stevenson. I said Stevenson. Disrespect. I said Stevenson. Disrespect. Oh, my God. Can we just kick <laughs> Jacob from the call? Can we just kick You can't yeah, because it's bad. my call. <laughs> Need Sam on here now. <laughs> Sam, Sam would do it for me. Daniel, it's my I don't call. know if you know this, but Sam Herring, our other co-host, will not hesitate to just to kick people. Jacob. He's like, You're Sam, out. we need you. <laughs> <laughs> I have been kicked many times, and so I Is found that like, out. What's, what's, that, what's that show on ESPN they used to have where they'd be live and then you would just – Oh, the points. Out. The point system? Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking that would be yeah. hilarious if we yeah. did that. Yeah. I'd Sorry, be so good. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. We should do something like that. There's a guy in the middle. He asks the questions, and he's the point yeah. scorer. I'd yeah. love to be that guy. I'd just kick Jacob off every time. He's <laughs> every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You're not going to win, Jack. Yeah, I can't even believe you said that because you're paused. Out of here. Yeah. That's what he would do. Yes, this is a great show. Yeah. No. Yeah, Sam has kicked me off multiple times. So after that, I got smarter and figured out that if you host the meeting, nobody can yeah. kick <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, start us off. Who is your number one match for your the, for the flow card that we're putting together? All right, I, if I'm gonna pick one on my whole list here, uh, I think I'm gonna um, I think I'm gonna shout out the uh, the women a little bit and go uh, Diaz Mortimer. Mm. All right, let's do one women's, one men's, just to make okay it everybody so, uh, yeah, yeah everybody. Okay. He has Mortimer and I don't know. How about Nashon Garrett versus Seabass? That'd be All a fun right. one to watch. All right. I got mine. So selfishly, I'm gonna go with DT Sajalayev just because I want to see my coach become number one pound for pound in the whole wide world. And I know that. David, David wouldn't ask for the match if he didn't believe in his heart that he would, he would win. So I'm going to trust David Taylor, and I'm going to go with that match. And then my second match, it's already been said. I'm sorry I got to take it. Adeline Gray, Mensa Stock. Uh, That's mine too, yeah. Really good. <laughs> so those are my two matches. Absolutely. Um, all right, Seth, what you got? I'm going back and forth, I think. Yeah, I guess selfishly, too, I'd want to see probably Gilman and Lee wrestle just to get some kind of insight on where that's at and see kind of where things are. Because I think that Spencer hasn't wrestled a couple of those top guys. I like to see him wrestle Gilman. There's a backstory there and just see how that match goes because, you know, they've been in the room with each other. And then, dang, Jude, Jude stole my, my favorite Sorry, buddy. <laughs> matchup. 
You got to shout out your wife or a fiance, right? Yeah, no, she. I'd say if if I, if my fiance was going out there, I'd say her versus Cameron Guerin would probably be a good one. They've gone back and forth some crazy matches, so I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Ronna Heat and Cameron Guerin. Bam. There we go, right. Jack. What are you thinking? Um, my men's match. I can't get this one out of my mind. Yanni versus Haji. I would just. Mm-hmm. I think it would be nonstop action. It'd be really fun. They're two of my favorite guys to watch. Um, I, I think Yanni's got the edge a little bit. Um, but, I mean, Haji will push him. I think we haven't seen a top Haji Aliyev in a, a couple years, to be honest. I think he's been hurt, um, especially last year. I don't think he was at his top. But um, in my women's match is I'm going to go Jakara Ali Reagan because uh, we were talking about it earlier, and Jakara Helen might – might be a little too much for Jakara. So I'll give her the number two girl, the, the weight above. And Allie's amazing too. So it'd be, it'd be fun to watch. How about rerun of 2016 Fargo Bruntillo Lyles? That'd be a good one. Yeah. Lyles. All right. Um, I'm trying to, trying to put He's my work. throwing out Mason together. Paris again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, crap. All right. I, I thought I was ready. I'm not ready. Um, for me, the match that I most want to see. Okay. So I'm stuck, man. I'm really stuck between the Spencer Seth or Griffith Lewis. Hmm. Gotta pick. Wait, you can't pick Seth. Seth or, or Spencer. Spencer's already been Spencer's picked. He's already got a match on the card. Yeah, he's already uh, got a match. You can't Spencer give him two got matches. A match on the card. Okay. <laughs> Although, I mean, Jude wants him to wrestle everybody in the weight. The whole world. And then the weight above, too. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he weighs, right. like, he weighs nope. like 27 or something. Like, he posted hmm. it on his Instagram story. He's stepping on the scale and he weighs 127 pounds. I don't like him. All right. That. <laughs> Another match that I can't put on the card because somebody's already being used, but we didn't even hit. Um, I, I put on my thing, uh, David Taylor, Kale Sanderson. David's already got a match. He's already got a match. I know. I, I just Jacob? said that. Did you listen to me? I well, said, it doesn't I count. Can't. It doesn't count. I said, I can't. He's already on there, but I at least got to say it. This would be listen. Nothing. I need to listen. Yeah, yeah, where's the new one? Distracted by this pretty <laughs> face over here. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'm two cups of coffee Whatever. in. I'm sweating. I'm going nuts, man. This is how Garland must feel every day. This is like, <laughs> holy oh, yeah. crap. I all keep right. picking up my coffee to drink more and it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <That's> awesome. <laughs> all right. So. If I were to be selfish for my own thing, I would pick Shane Griffith, Makai Lewis. But I think in the purpose of a card, making it entertaining, everyone's have, being excited, I'm going to go freestyle Echemendia, Yanni Doc Mahalas. Yanni's already been picked. Dude, are you kidding me, Jacob? Dude, he's out. Can I pick he's his gone. match Dude, for him? Somebody do something Jane about Griffith, Kyle Snyder, Mikhail Jaden Lewis. Cox. Kyle Dang. Snyder, Jaden Cox. What the hell is that, that ESPN show called? <laughs> I know what it is. It's got all the, the shapes on it and the colors. No. That's you're not. terrible. That was a terrible. You got to be doing this on purpose example. now, Jacob. You picked everybody's match. Who's it? Who has a match that hasn't been hey, There's no other wrestler. The Every horn. wrestler's been picked. Around, around the, the horn. horn. That's it. Around the horn. Okay. Oh. 
We've been around the horn and you're can't Here we go. All right, try number four. <laughs> Don't pick Nashawn Garrett or Seabass. They Jacob, have been, that's really the only match you haven't horse, chosen. Dude. All right, whatever. Screw it. The match I want to see is Shane Griffith for Kyle Lewis. All right, all right. You should have just went with uh, that. <laughs> Jacob's really – I think that's a great match, but you're not trying to sell tickets with that one. That's what I was saying. Go that's Kyle what Snyder, I want to see Jayden personally. Cox. Okay, is this my pick or your pick, Jack? I, you've been buzzed. I feel like I should pick for you at this point. <laughs> Yeah, should we all make one up for Jacob? We take a vote. Oh, take man. Anyway. All right, let's or, hear your women's matchup. What do you think yeah. on that? I, I don't even want to say it anymore. Yeah, I'm getting bullied. I'm about to leave my call. Jacob, do you <laughs> <deserve> this bullying? <laughs> um, all right. My Lord. Um, we can come back to you. Well – even though we've already all picked our picks. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked your own card. Uh, yeah. Uh, you need us to give you some ideas, Jacob? I don't know why you want right, to take so, Kyle Snyder, Jaden. That would be the perfect card. I, I can't – I know – I love watching Forrest wrestle. Mm. Okay? But I can't decide a opponent. So, yes, please help me. Who's okay. so where, where's Burker? Uh, Jenna. That, that was Jenna was is, in my mind. Is, is it Jenna like 10 kilos smaller though? Like see, she's okay, like 57 kilo. Here's my problem where do you is guys she, go to see the women's rankings? There is none exactly. So I go to, I go to the senior nationals and then okay. I check who was at the top of that. See, that's my problem. And that's yeah, where US, USA hat, USA wrestling yeah, that's that's from years ago. No, there's a 2020 olympic power rankings yeah on somewhere because i was going to say wrestling they have I was on it this morning and that's how i researched these the olympic girls that i was given to figure out where they're at um because the olympic weights are different than i guess the standard weights is what i'm learning so okay um i did find that it was out january 2020 all right yeah i got it i'm pulling it up yeah but, because like so so many times I go on here and try to look at women's matches and rankings, and I just I, – I can never find it. So, thank you for helping me. Um, I found my right. girls, too. We should make our own rankings. We should. We should We should make women's – I already have my men's rankings set. Do you? I, I got to hear about that. Well, uh, got to hear that. Well, um, yeah. Okay. So, let's look at this. I'm trying to make sure I'm – I think Maya Nelson might be a good one to pick for her. That was the final X match in 2019, right? Is I was going to say Kayla. Kayla Miracle, Force Molinari. Teammates. That would be interesting. Yeah. I think. Did we ever get Kayla on the show? I think that'd be a good match to watch. I, I would really Talked about Miracle. Like to see Kill. that one. Um, I think Hildebrand's a little too small, right? Yeah, she's like 10 kilos smaller than her. Yeah, yeah, she's too small. Um, yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Forrest, uh, Kayla Miracle for my uh, next match. Uh, Medina, Medina said Kilty Miracle. Yeah, that could be a good one. Um, mm. yeah, I don't yeah, know. that could be good, but like at senior nationals, Bruntil won the tournament so maybe give if Kayla's like the returning like stud in that weight 
she's going to be at the top, you know. Yeah. I agree with you, though, Jack. Um, I think that it would be really cool if we could come out with both men's and women's rankings for the Olympic circuit, um, at least for just for the Olympic weights, right? Six weights, I don't think it'd be that crazy. We could all kind of come up and, and make a point system and figure it out. Um, I think but, that would be a cool idea, like, a, like yeah. an associated press yeah. rankings it, where we all make our own. Especially for women's because I up. think it, it would be great to have it out there somewhere easily accessible like i'm telling you i haven't like sat here for hours and looked for it but like it, it shouldn't be a hard google search like if you look up women's rankings for wrestling it's like 2018 2016 20 like i can't find anything i don't know yeah. maybe i'm just stupid and i can't search but. No, no 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 i totally agree dude back in the day i know that uh you could probably have to get off soon uh, okay dan but um Back in the day, we had to wait for Win Magazine to come out. And by the time that Win Magazine got to my house, it was like rankings from three weeks ago. Yeah. So if there was like, if it was like a week after Midlands, it was the rankings before the Midlands that came out. And it was like, okay, this is awesome. And I love it. But like at the same time, it's, it's so delayed. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man. That has nothing to do with it, but it shouldn't be hard to search. I agree. It, it's just similar to the, the difficulties of it. Just, yeah, I guess. I'll buzz yeah. myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're good. Um, I, know, hey, I, know. I texted you <clears throat> before I get off, Jacob, and because I, I, I can't find it on my email, but I just texted you a shirt that Go Earn It sent me because um, I'm trying to get a shirt made by Go Earn It. Yeah. Because they're um, they're helping me out a little bit, but um, I just texted it to you. I don't know if it's something you could put in the chat where you guys can look at it, see what you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, um, definitely, definitely down to support support all our wrestling podcasts, man. I know you about to, you're about to get off. Yeah, um, no, I don't want you to. I don't want you to throw it up. Throw it up for throw it up for set up for sale. No. In the chat no. right now while we're all on live, because I just want you guys to look at it and see what you think. Yeah, shoot it to us. Yeah, shoot it to just us. Get your opinion. Um, yeah, you're good. I, I, just, you're good. I just texted it to you, Jacob. Or yeah, Jake, so you could put it on the chat. Yeah, it's in. Uh, it's. I just texted it to everybody in here. Um, but uh, while while we're thinking about it, before you jump off, you have your own show to get to. Um, tell the people that are listening, where can they find your show? Who do you got on today? Anything you want to say about, about Ward Wrestling Live? Yeah, I mean, I saw I'm on, I'm on Facebook, uh, Ward Wrestling Live on Facebook. Um, I've also got a, a small private group uh, that I started a few weeks ago. I think we're up to like 717 people. I kept it private. There's plenty of public groups out there somewhere where you can just post camps, clinics, uh, knowledge, talk, discuss, whatever recommendations for the show. It's called the the Exchange World Wrestling Live Exchange. Um, I have a YouTube account. I have no idea how to market YouTube, but I've somehow managed to get 176 followers so far. Subscribers. Ah, uh, he has more call. subscribers than we do. Yeah, I don't know how to get it up. Uh, oh, oh that, <laughs> that didn't sound good, right? Um, but uh, I, I I've got uh, I've got that. The YouTube is going. We're on. Uh, I, I put everything on Anchor, so Anchor feeds it out to all the mm. Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I'm up to like 2,300 on my page. Yeah. And 
700 on my whatever. Uh, you guys are welcome uh, if you ever want to come on live through the page or, or whatever you guys want to do with Home Matt. We can How do we it. sign up for your show? Um, I've, got a, uh, I've got a link tree. Okay. Um, and and that's on your there. Facebook? Yeah. So if you go to Word Wrestling Live, there's a, um, there's a website there. It'll say link tree or there's a button at the top that says book now and you can book a show. Um, right awesome. now, I've, I've, I've had it set up where it's like two a day because I was at four and now people are call, calling me like to come back on. So I have an extra one today, an extra one tomorrow. But like I was telling Seth at the beginning, I've, I've been like trolling everybody on on social media, try to get them to come on. But if you don't find a time that works for you, just shoot me a text. My cell phone number's on Ward Wrestling Live. So, it, you know, for example, if I'm doing shows at 11 and four, but if you need to come on at six or two or whatever, just let me know, man, I'll, I'll add a show. Good thing is it's my show, so I can do what I want, right? So yeah, <laughs> I'm checking it out right now. I want to get on. Yeah. Yeah, man, well, I've got some good followers. My, uh, my, my shows are getting, you know, 2,000 views now once I get off over 2,000 some are getting 3,000 views now so you know uh, it'd be a really dope thing to, to be involved with HMA and um, I've really been growing the business page so shit if, if we do something together man that could just blow it right out, out of the water plus I've got all the groups already saved on there so let's say you guys go live through Ward Wrestling Live let's say it's Home Mad Advantage Fantasy on that page um, you can already hit share and it already has a list of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, you know, all the different um, sites that I've collected over time. So you can click right when you go live, you can click the share and it'll send it to about 19, 20 different groups. Um, yeah. Including, inclu including wrestlers only, which is like 85,000 people in there. So um, pretty dope, but yeah, it's been an honor just to represent your sport. It's been an honor just to shout out your sport. It's been an honor to, have a voice for your sport because um, it's really done a wonders for my son. Um, and I just feel like, you know, my son is ADHD and he found the wrestling room and uh, his coaches have been very instrumental and um, he's just a whole new kid. And, and the people I've seen over the last couple of years that have come through the sport that I've met have just been unbelievable. And I believe that um, the wrestling room can be, can be a medicine for your child. It can be a medicine for, anybody who's got social issues, anxiety issues, being bullied, ADHD, you can also just be a super dope kid and, and want to wrestle, right? But I think there's a lot of parents out there and there's a lot of humans out there that are medicating their children or putting their children, in, sending them to psychologists and sending them to doctors and just send them to the wrestling coach, man. Those guys change your life and they've changed our life. So uh, that's why I do this. And um, to have you guys invite me on, with two, I mean, legends of our, our sport with Jack and Seth. And then, you know, you guys doing home at advantage and legends in that aspect. It's, it's just been dope. And I'm humbled by the views I'm getting. I'm humbled by somebody asked me yesterday and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get like a couple thousand, whatever. And they're like, dude, you know, like seven days I had 43,000 views on the page. So I was like, like pretty dope shit, you know? And yeah. I can't yeah, man. Um, the feedback's been dope and just i appreciate it thank you i love the, i love the sport i love what it's doing and I, more people need to get involved in it more people need to get their kids in it more people need to get their families around people because it makes you a better person yeah awesome amen 100 percent, man
And oh, and I got Jake Hodges coming on from he wrestled at UNI. Uh, he's a coach now, I guess. With uh, I got it written down. He was a four-time state qualifier in Georgia, four-time state placer, state champ out of Oconee County High School, and uh, now he's he's at the Panther Wrestling Club, Immortal Athletic Club. He's doing wrestling camps. So shout out to him. He's coming on. Uh, you and I, we got a good a young Florida Hammer going out there, and Ethan Basile. He's one to watch. Comes from a real good family. Um, hey, Florida's spitting out some good people in DC yeah. sports. So, uh, yeah. We're starting to make a name for ourselves. We got the twins going out to Campbell. Uh, I think you have a head coach up in Wisconsin that came out of Florida, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before, so before you get off, I don't, I feel like a disrespected D'Agostino, man. He shut me down and I said he did nothing, but it was hard to score on him. So I want to give him props just because I don't like blood, bad blood unless it's a few oh, people that are ahead of me. You guys are, you guys are wrestlers, so I, I'm sure he don't want you to beat him just like you don't want him to beat you. So Yeah, no, I was, I'm still frustrated with the way I wrestled that match. So I yeah, just said that's that. That's okay, man. We, we were just happy to see uh, another Florida kid at a high level. And, you know, obviously Lugo has, has really put us out there because he's been at another level. And Absolutely. we got some kids going out there. We got a couple going up to Penn. Um, we got, uh, just some good people, good things happening, but, um, I started out in Florida, but now I, I've become kind of all over the nation and I love it. And I love talking to high school kids, high school coaches, club coaches, young kids, anybody. I've, I've never turned away anyone. So if you've got a story, come on, man. It, it's been great. I had, I had, uh, Colton Kirsten on who beat meningitis. I had Richard Jensen on who you guys know his story. I had a kid, uh, Elijah Verona, who won a Florida State Championship on a broken ankle. He had two heavyweights roll onto his ankle while he was practicing before states. And he went out and fucking smoked everybody and won it all. That's and, awesome. Uh, just a dope story. And uh, he said, if I didn't do Greco, I don't know what I would have done because I, I ended up just working upper body stuff. But, um, you great. know, guys like that, I had um, just some dope stories. So, Everybody's Amen. welcome on. Love you. Sorry, I get long-winded, but when I talk <laughs> about sport, I feel like more people need to know about it. More people need to be involved in it, and uh, it's just my opinion. Oh, for sure, man. Well, we've had a great time having you on. Um, we thank you for coming on. I know you got to jump over there and get set up for, for your show. And if you're listening to us, then I definitely suggest when we get off here in a minute, head over Ward Wrestling Live on Facebook and and watch his show, man. And um, binge his episodes there there's one episode that is way better than all the rest that i'm biased uh about but uh but some from fantasy some redheaded guy man but uh he's, he's a sexy bastard right there but oh my gosh <laughs> but uh anyways thanks for coming on dan man we really appreciated having you on yeah man i loved it man thank you so much and uh let's do it let's do it again anytime just let me know he's a man dan Hey, before everyone gets off, um, if you've watched the show today, uh, tag us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, with the uh, hashtag mute Jacob and uh, <laughs> hashtag wrestling integrity. Oh. <laughs> you guys, let me know if you uh, let me know if you like that shirt because I got to answer back. It was sweet. And, uh, I like the, the I like the phrase on the back. Keep kicking life's yeah. ass. Yeah, that's what I hashtag. So hashtag keep kicking life's ass and. Uh, Man, it's been dope. I, I literally still, I pinch my, I can't believe I'm on a show with you guys. So thank you so much. Absolutely. I mean, forget all you guys. I got on a show with Jude. So that's my ah, <laughs> <my man. laughs>
We all see you guys. that way. All right, we'll see you, man. See you later. Yeah, um, it was great having Dan on. He's a really good guy, man. Um, and I, I really loved being on his show. Um, I know that you guys have talked about signing up for it, and I definitely suggest doing it. Um, I think what he's doing is really cool. And, you know, especially in this COVID time where there's a million wrestling podcasts out there, right? Everybody talks about wrestling. I think he's kind of setting himself a little bit apart in, in the fact that, you know, most of us just kind of – most of these shows just kind of like talk to, to wrestlers, right, or talk about wrestling. Um, and what Dan's doing is he's giving anybody and everybody a platform, right? The majority of his shows are like a coach that's, you know, a high school coach from Georgia, right? A, a coach, a middle school coach from Colorado. And then you have, um, you know, Etchemendia on, you have Garland on, right? He, he's got literally everybody, anybody, his referees on all the time. He has anybody that's involved with the sport of wrestling, even if you're just a parent or, or, coming up wrestling if you want to talk about wrestling if if you feel like you got a good story or whatever i definitely suggest going over there um and like he said you go find his facebook page board wrestling live he's got a big button at the top says book now um and anybody is welcome to get on there and, and talk so um i think it's really cool and it's a good good show he's like he's got like 240 250 episodes he's done since april um so if that's ridiculous that yeah. puts me to shame like oh my Dude, gosh if you're looking for lazy. a wrestling oh, podcast to listen to when you're just like doing your work or whatever, go check it out because it's just unlimited content. So um, I would definitely suggest it, but it's been fun, guys. Yeah, like always. Like always. Um, well, maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next time. And maybe next time we might have some rankings or something to throw at you. And a point system and a mute button. Yo, we got to get that mute button going soon. A one-way mute button. I get to mute y'all. No. <laughs> yeah. All that ain't right. We need like a majority rules mute button. It's, it's got to have, yeah, it's got to have the majority of clicks for the person who muted. For sure. That'd, that'd be good. And it like pops up like strikes up in the corner. Let's yeah. do it. You're on it, Jacob. I'm on it, man. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and get off and, uh, and we'll see you guys next time.